what does Adam think about the idea that trauma may, trauma may after a person's DNA, oh, may alter, excuse me, oh, trauma could alter a person's DNA in some way so that our ancestors' trauma may be passed on generationally, resulting in unseen impacts on our own lives. And what traumas we experience ourselves and the ways in which they affect our lives and health. Wow, pretty trippy question. The Bible is correct. Fourth or fifth generation, but it ain't DNA. It's at an atomic level. Not DNA. DNA is a way station between. They just pick DNA because they can patent it. They can't patent the atom. They can't patent the molecule. They can't patent proteonomics, glyconomics, only genomics, genomics. That's why they lie to us about DNA. DNA is a mid-range, but saying DNA can change your body is like me saying, I'm going to read my iridology, and my iridology is controlling my blood sugar and the rest of my body. Oh, my fingerprint. That's controlling my destiny. I got to change my fingerprint. What about vibrant gal? She doesn't have any fingerprints. They don't believe her when she goes to the motor vehicle and they say, Oh, you really don't have any fingerprints. <laughs> what happened to her fingerprints? Oh no, she just doesn't happen. She's a she's an alien anyway. She doesn't dream. She's a total yogi. Uh, it's from another planet. She's from another planet anyway. Well, she make I'm a, she would make a Martian. She would make a good bank robber if she wants to do that because with no fingerprints. Just kidding. <laughs> she could do it. Yeah. So so let's see. Let me help me understand what the DNA stuff is. So you, you're saying that DNA is just a part of our body that the scientists figured a way to think they know something about it and they make it important but it's not really uh, it's not, not really so so what part are we changing because you and i believe I, you and i have come to the agreement that we change our gene we change everything in our body by what we think we know that right yeah. we know that it's just not even a not even a conjecture anymore we know you and i know it I don't know if anybody else knows it, but I don't care. That we can change how we age, we can change our disease process, we can change everything by what we believe, right? If we think something can hurt us, it can. If we don't, it pretty much can't. So what part are we changing, Adam Bergstrom? Are we changing some molecules that we don't know about that are in everywhere in the body? What do you think we're changing? Even below the atom into the electron into the quark all those levels were changing we're changing it goes, it goes on forever this way and it goes on forever that way we're in the middle and we have the control of it because we're dead center in the middle right so we have control and uh it's like my fingerprint it can tell my history mm-hmm. it can tell i'm related and i can tell things like that Genetics can tell relatives and things like that. They do a bad job of it, frankly. 23andMe is not a good, reliable source for that. But anyway, but it can't control my destiny. That's the big lie. My fingerprint is not me. It can't control my destiny. I control my fingerprint. See, that's what they they, don't get that. That's what this 23andMe thing, they, they brought this out a few years ago. I think they were paving the way for this genetic manipulation that they want to do. Because they want you, I think you're absolutely on it, brother. They want you to believe that your genetics control you. And your genetics is just a snapshot 
of you that you control you and you change your genetics, right? We just do. So just, just don't, yeah. I know that's right. It's a lie. In fact, in my book, uh, Not uh, Cancer, Cancel, the whole first chapter is how DNA is a lie. And Ravisi knew about it, too. He, the, the DNA changes uh, 50 times a day. Cancer doesn't have to do with DNA. It can change 50 times a day and go back and forth and back and forth. So how can that be cancer? If everybody has cancer at a DNA level every day, multiple times, some people say more than 50 times, how can that be cancer? <laughs> so what is DNA physical? Is it a physical part of the body? It's physical. It's like my fingerprint. I can see it. I can measure it. But it's, uh, but it's, uh, it doesn't control my destiny. Again, this is meat. That is meat. meat. Yeah. DNA is meat. Mind controls meat, meat not, not the other way around. Not the other way around. Right. Wow, that's so cool. So, so this is why this whole genetic thing is going to be huge because they convinced everybody that the genes control us and then like movie stars god i can't believe they did that had a genetic test saying they're susceptible to breast cancer and got their breast cut off i mean chop 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 <laughs> crazy god love her i can't believe she did that i can't either oh, some people think it was a fake that she didn't really do it but i don't know oh, i don't know either no. i think they're stupid enough to do it frankly mm. Right now, Jeff Bridges is doing chemotherapy. What's wrong with them? Yeah, I know. I saw that. What? What? What are these people? They don't know. They don't have any idea how bad these this stuff is. Nope. Now we have a lady here that all of her family died early from cancer. Mm -hmm. They all got chemotherapy and died. She decided, hey, chemotherapy is not working. So she went and went to UCLA and say, I want something better. Well, they had it. So they give her a drug now that she's had for 30 years, doesn't have chemotherapy, she's alive, writes a column in the paper called Aging in High Heels, and she's 84 years old. She's lived for 30 years when all of her family died early in their 50s and 60s. Well, as you know, because cancer, this thing called cancer just isn't what we've been told. It, it nope. just isn't, you know. What is your best explanation Anna Bergstrom, of what cancer is. Uh, talk to us like we're a young child or a golden retriever. What do you, uh, explain to us what, that when we see tumors and stuff, what's going on, in your opinion? The mind. Right. Uh, ultimately, you know, I can go through other explanations because there are many other explanations and alternate ones. But think about this. I've come across several thousand cancer cures, all of them opposite from each other. Hmm. They work. How can all these opposite ones work unless there's some kind of mind effect in play? I mean, the, the joie de vivre, if you have that force to life and, and really have a reason to be here, that's the thing. Judy Utley loved life. She wanted to stick around. Look at that Greek guy. He was diagnosed in Florida with cancer. They wanted to give him chemo. He said, no, I want to die with my ancestors in some little island in Italy. So he went there, and 45 years later, he came back to Florida to ask his doctors, why didn't he die? He was supposed to die within the year. I was supposed well, to die. Well, guess what? All of his doctors were dead. 
They couldn't answer him, so he still doesn't know. I think he's still alive. And, and if my understanding is correct, that these cancer cells that sometimes form a tumor, they're not trying to kill the body, are they? What are they trying to do? Dr. Koch went into that. They are actually give us superpowers, but we don't want them. Now, Ray Pete's on the right track. Remember on one of, your, one of his shows, he said that if you take a tourniquet in your arm and you don't move it, the lack of oxygen will cause cancer. But there's also another type of growth called muscle. So if you put a tourniquet, you'll build a really big bicep with a tourniquet if you move your arm. If you don't move it, cancer. If you move it, muscle. That's the secret of it. Pregnancy is cancer. Every woman, 20% of women, their placenta metastasizes into their lungs. No problem. They just end up with some placenta in their lungs. It doesn't give them cancer. It could if they don't use it correctly as an incipient organ. Just like we didn't have mitochondria originally, we acquired it. We are acquiring superpowers, but we don't know how to use it. It's still a bucking bronco that throws us. It kills us. But once we learn to control it, cancer gives us bilocation, all kinds of yogic powers. Yeah. So if someone has some tumors in spots that are causing uh, issues, like in the tummy, you got to figure out a way how to mentally, spiritually, emotionally get rid of them uh, if you, unless you want to have somebody cut on them, which is not a good idea, is it? Couldn't have said it any better. Okay. That's exactly my beliefs. Is that what you, what you would do? Yeah. And I've seen experience. I've seen people beat cancer. <laughs> mm. Oh, sure. Completely. Sure. That happens all the time. Happens all the time. Yeah. Happens. They oh. don't tell us about that. The doctors, spontaneous remission. It was just a dumb accident. That's what they tell you. Because <laughs> it cuts into their business. Oh, yeah. Does Adam have some ideas on some things we can put therapeutic into our posteriors? I mean enemas that would help our um, get healthier. Have you ever coffee. done coffee? Yeah, coffee. Coffee. Coffee's coffee good. enema. Yeah. Take it on both ends, north and south. <laughs> north and south. <laughs> Sorry. North and south. Do you think there's good any stuff? Anti-cancer. Do you anti cancer. Anti anti a lot of things. <laughs> I've got some coffee that's supposedly uh, specifically for enema coffee. I don't know if it's any different, green or you think there's something to that? Mm, maybe. Not to my knowledge. Mm -hmm. uh, I've done coffee enemas. I've done the coffee colonics back in the day when I was a super-duper pooper scooper. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Does Adam know of any mer meridians or acupuncture points that could help regenerate the enamel to damage teeth? Well, if he did, he'd be doing it and his enamel would be back. So I guess you haven't, you don't know of any. I haven't figured that one out yet. <laughs> so that's a no. I'm still working to grow a third set of teeth. Is that what you're that's working why on? I avoid dentists. Is that what you're working on? Just to grow a new set, right? We'll see. Why not? People have done it. There's lots of historical cases of it being mm -hmm. done. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. A, a tooth enamel is actually a type of cancer. People don't realize that every time you have a cancer, you're going to find an evil twin there. There will be parts of teeth, parts of hair, parts of, parts of body anatomy inside every tumor. It's actually hmm. uh, a baby that 
doesn't want to come through the uterus. That's all cancer is. <laughs> and what's his... Beard what's, knew it. Yeah, what's, and Beard and, and uh, Nicholas Gonzalez, that's what he he was on all that whole... He didn't know it. He, he didn't, didn't know Oh, I thought he Kelly did. didn't know it. I thought they talked they about the, the whole thing being a, a cancer placenta thing. No? He knew, he knew certain things how to treat it, but he didn't understand Beard's theory. Ah. Now, I've gone back and read Beard's work, his books, and the doctors at the time, many doctors used Beard's method. It wasn't back then. It was medical fact. Now it's quack. You'll quack. find it on Quack Watch. What's that crazy site with quack the watch. duck, you know? Yeah. I quack, quack. I want to be on there quack, when quack. I grow up. Quack, quack. So what was, what was Beard's? Uh, idea in simplistic terms of cancer it's a child that didn't want to come through the birth canal (laughs) it's actually you'll find parts of teeth parts of uh uh, all kinds of parts of body parts in it yeah yeah it's not just by itself it grows alternate bodies it's trying to grow a twin within you (laughs) that's why i I have a book actually written Cancer is an evil twin. That explains Beard's theory and his complete theory. He didn't do what Gonzalez did or what Kelly did. He did a different technique, and they didn't tell us that. So that would explain why it is a real spiritual thing, and this energy or soul or an evil twin, what you're talking about, is just some energetic karma or whatever that the person's dealing with. That's what cancer is. It is. Yeah. That makes sense to me. After reading all of Beard's works, that's what he believed. And and also, Adon Olay believes the same thing as well. Get that book, Cancer is an Evil Twin. It's on the uh, solartiming.com. It's an e-book, right? Probably 10 bucks, right? Uh, 10 or 20, I forget which. Either 19.99 or 9.99. Basically $10. Cheap or twice the price. Solartiming.com and uh, get your book. Uh, put you put up your little logo again there for you. Again, there we go. Solartiming.com. And you can get all of Adam's e-books. Butterflies need no taxidermist. That's the mother load, right? That's the big one. That's the mother load. I, I love the way you yeah, put that. That's the mother load, baby. <laughs> that's got that's the one I'm gonna get. And uh, and then and that's all in a thing where you can just look in the table of contents and pick out where you want. Exactly. It, well, the Butterflies books is a dictionary, so just put uh, whatever words you're looking for, you know, like... Uh, but don't put oxalates. Uh, don't put oxalates in there. Okay, like calcium. Then you look up calcium. It's got a whole bunch of information on calcium. Magnesium, uh, uh, vitamins, whatever. Just put in the word and you get it. And, oh, that sounds like... Oxalate probably is in there, but I don't think it's got a, a space as o, under O. So you might have to look for that. But then with the search, you can go through and find the things that aren't in alphabetical order, even though most things are. Even you'll find meditation as mental energy directing internal thought activity towards intuitional oneness with noumena. That's even in there. (laughs) Um, Let's do a break here. That's great. Good stuff. Good job, Adam. It's always fun talking to you. Thanks for being on the show. Adam Bergstrom, OneRadioNetwork.com. This is Adam 2.0. We have him on on the first uh, Monday of the month. And then he's so fun that we have him 2.0. Then he and I get together and just solve all the world's problems in just an hour or two. Uh, The third 
Wednesday of the month at 10 o'clock. If uh, you would like to be on the show, you can join us, 888-663-6386. Email patrick at oneradionetwork.com. Patrick at oneradionetwork.com. I'm looking for something here. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Would you like to dream a little bit? Yeah, you're into dreaming? Check this out. Hey, Patrick. Peter from Rhode Island. How you doing? Uh, Rhode Island. Is that that state up there in the northeast? <laughs> I was off the sulfur for a while because I was traveling, and it just I just fell away from it. And then for the past three or four days, I've been taking it again. And my dreams are like through the roof. It was It's they're like I can't wait to fall asleep to dream <laughs> crazy dreams I mean they're all sort of creative and wonderful but the vivid the vivid dreams are just I'd forgotten how vivid you know your dreams are when you're taking this stuff and I hadn't been for I don't know two weeks or something like that and then all of a sudden for the past three days I've been taking it again and it's just like whoa that's cool I really enjoy it so <laughs> ah that's great now we can't guarantee that you're dream experiences, which we believe are real as this, are going to be fun, creative, vivid, and all the rest of it like Peter, but even if it does nothing else, Sulphur, and we know it does, understanding your dreams, remembering them more clearly would be worth the price of admission. You can click and order Pure Organic Sulphur right here on OneRadioNetwork.com. Here's physicist, biologist, chemist, Dr. Gerald Pollack on Far Infrared Saunas. Infrared uh, energy is what builds this fourth phase of water. And the idea of a sauna, you know, you go in and you sweat and you, you receive this infrared energy and you feel great after you, uh, after you come out. I felt uh, the same and so have so many people. And most of us think, well, you know, it's just... Uh, some sort of psychological issue, and it, 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 it might be. However, experimentally, we know that infrared energy builds the fourth phase. Your cells should be or should be filled with this fourth phase, but, uh, but you know, we're, we tend to be somewhat dehydrated uh, and missing some of this, this fourth phase. And so what happens is if you subject yourself to infrared, the infrared is absorbed by your body, absorbed by your cells, and it converts ordinary water to fourth phase water, and then you feel better. How cool is that, structuring the water in your body with the Relax Far Infrared Sauna? That's pretty cool, Patrick. Oh, we have it on sale right now through the month of August 2017, the Relax Far Infrared Sauna. Well, we have it on sale every day. That's a elderly commercial that I never re-record these things because, you know, I'm just an Italian Scorpio and I do stuff. So uh, it doesn't matter. So, But if you'd like to get to sauna, and here's another thing that's really cool. If you go to our front page, oneradionetwork.com, you will see a video there, and it is by um, Aranda Patrick. And she is a sauna monster. I guarantee you, you watch this video, this is going to be like a warning. You'll watch the video and you'll buy a sauna. So be careful. Because there's so many cool things go on with a sauna that's much more than just detoxifying, sweating, with the heart and liver. Every, whoa. The benefits of sauna is huge. 
So get yourself one of these guys. And uh, it, it, what a great investment. You can use them every day. I've been using mine for, gosh, it's 12 years now, every night. And uh, they're nice and quiet. You sit in there and you sweat and you get so many benefits. And think about it. Um, it's almost, it's like um, really tricking your body into thinking that it's been exercising. I mean, you get all this red circulation going all over the place and then you also sweat. That's exactly what happens when you exercise. And you can imagine a good thing that's going on with your heart uh, in that way as well. So, get yourself a sauna. Now, the way to do it is to email me, Patrick, at OneRadioNetwork.com. Patrick at OneRadioNetwork.com. And that's the only way to get the twelve ninety five price, which is tax title license delivered in the lower 48. And then we... Uh, uh, ship them all over the world as well. We just shipped one to Italy for a fellow that lives in Africa for his parents. And they wouldn't let it ship to Africa. It's one of the, it's crazy, one of the few places where it just it wouldn't work. I don't know, you know, the African government, so they didn't, who knows what's going on with that. But, uh, and then Ger- Germany too. Uh, they don't ship to Germany. Crazy, you know, government stuff. But everywhere else we can get you one, especially in Canada. We know the price is fourteen ninety five delivered. So wherever you live in Canada, email me and I'll hook you up if you want to get one. It's a beautiful thing. The Relax Far Infrared Sauna, um, wonderful technology. It's made in Taiwan, Medical University. They've won awards for their technology. Um, it's very special. And this is going to do a better job, I think, than with these expensive wooden ones you lay down in the cost you five thousand dollars you got to bust out a wall and this is just something you can set up in 10 minutes and you sit in it see the picture of it there on our website or also uh on video and um it's cool very cool easy to keep clean you just wipe it down with a little bit of uh, diluted hydrogen peroxide and uh, put a towel over the the chair sweat away baby and you will sweat the Relax Far Infrared Sauna. If you'd like to get one, email me, Patrick, OneRadioNetwork.com. Broadcasting live, weekday morning, this is listener-supported One Radio Network. Well, as live as we can get, right, Adam? Adam, you know, as live as we, <laughs> as we, as we can get. So you, uh, you still go in farmer's markets there uh, regularly? Regularly, it's it's a great market. We're here for the food. We get all kinds of fresh food there. We know most of the farmers, and uh, yeah, for a long time. Actually, I think Vibrant Gal has been shopping at this farmers market for two decades or more, more than two decades. I've been there now for ten years. What what day? Years, what day like is that. it? What day is it? Uh, it, actually, they have a Tuesday one and a Saturday, but the Saturday is bigger, and we prefer that. And the Tuesday, they have too much entertainment and traffic. All the tourists are at that. That's an evening one. Hmm. We like the early morning one where there's no traffic, and we can just breeze in and breeze out. Do they have uh, a lot of grass-fed meats and good eggs and all kinds of oh, things? All kinds of things. Oh. There's one from a ranch here that's like 
5,000 acres or something wow. like that. They still have these huge ranches owned by billionaires. Wow. And they sell, uh, they sell beef at the markets and small farmers. Most of them are small farmers making a living, you know, growing tomatoes and beef and chickens. We have uh, organic eggs uh, from three sources, so actually four sources. The other one costs a little more, so we only buy that when the other three aren't there. Mm-hmm. Great eggs. We yeah. uh, we go through two a day, and love them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This fellow yesterday, when he ate, he said he ate some eggs and he ate, ate ten of them. Hmm. <laughs> This Dr. Chafee. Do you, do you think there's any issues with that with egg whites? It's okay? Egg whites are good? Egg whites are the dangerous ones. That's what knocks out the kidneys of bodybuilders. If they ate the whole egg, they wouldn't have the problem. This has been known since 1918. They did tests on people eating, especially raw eggs, were the most dangerous. But it's the white of the egg that gets you, not the yolk. They've got it backwards. The bodybuilders should be taking the yolks, not the whites. So I like to do that. I'll take out the white and just put the yolk on a piece of meat with some butter. I like that. It tastes good. So you don't. we don't need the whites? We don't need them? Oh, the whites are good, too. Yeah, they, I think you should eat the whole sure. egg, Do you actually. think they should They're eat the good. whole thing? Okay. Yep. I do. In fact, now I cut them in half, uh, semi-hard-boiled eggs, and I just dip them in salt and cayenne by themselves. Oh, and I take uh, some garlic. I cut it up into shreds, pour olive oil over it, put a little sugar on it, salt and cayenne pepper, it is so good. My eyes roll back on my head. <laughs> Dang. But what, and it was a potato, what, fresh potato. Yeah. But what is about the egg whites that have, somehow they have some kind of a negative thing about digestion? Have I, did I dream that? Or is there something about the egg whites that are just yeah, a yes, no, the, maybe? It's the albumin in it. But you have to take a lot. Frankly, you have to have at least eight egg whites raw. It cooked, you kind of neutralize that effect. You know, the raw egg white is handy for mercury poisoning. If you swallow mercury and you take the egg white right away raw, you'll absorb absorb most of it into the egg white and Mm. poop it out. I found a place online that has grass-fed, grass-finished bison. And I bought six um, T-bone steaks. They got a big, big thing of fat on, on all of them. Whoa, man, it's... They're really tasty, very tasty. Yeah. I've only had bison once mm. in Houston. <laughs> mm. Dr. Jennifer Daniels says that's why she doesn't like chicken. She goes, well, eat something that's bigger than you are. So if you want to be like a bison, <laughs> eat a bison. If you want to be like a chicken, eat a chicken. She may be onto something there. You know, I don't know. You know, they call that body uh, geometric resonance. And it's the difference. If you are going to eat salmon, Eat the one that goes back and forth and develops muscle and strength and determination. If you get a big fat one lying on a farm, that's not good. You get the essence of what that, you get the consciousness of the fish too. And a, a fish that has to fight its way up the river through all kinds of obstacles and temperature variations and things is a lot better. So if you are going to eat salmon, which I don't because of yellow fat disease, but uh, that's the one to get. Yeah. Um, hmm. That would, that a, would a lead to... Animals. That would lead to, Adam, the, another reason why we don't want to support the caged animal factory 
CAFOs, what a caged arm, caged animal factory, something. Because then you have that consciousness of these poor cows that are, you know, they treat them terrible, and you don't want that. You get the pain. The pain is passed on. Yeah. It's it's put into the meat. You take again mind into meat. Uh, yeah. You know when Neo got shot before he took the red pill, he got his arm cut off. He got killed by bullets. He he mm-hmm. was subject to it until he got past the belief uh, system. Until we do, it's good to cover both ends of the spectrum just in case. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. Uh, this is uh, Leonard. So if the DNA is not what they think it is, to do any kind of DNA test would be faulty, like your real D- age DNA? That's a good question. I mean, it wouldn't tell you anything, would it? Well, you could find out maybe who your uncle was, or if he was, you know, you could find out if, if your son's really your son or your daughter's really your <laughs> daughter. Maybe that. that that's about it. That's but about it. If, if your son's going to live long or you're going to live long, you're not going to find that out. How about your biological age? you think that would be accurate, like he's asking? I don't think so. You know, you mm-hmm. could measure it uh, because the chronological age is a lot different than the biological yeah, age. Sure. So you might be able to get some information out of that, but I kind of doubt it. Yeah. Because there are compartments in the body like a, like a Russian nesting doll. So, a lot of people don't realize this. You can have a 20-year-old liver and an 80-year-old uh, spleen. This happens. Progeria doesn't just pick one organ. Hmm. The one that you damage, like uh, sometimes people criticize Jack Cruz for having age spots all over. That doesn't mean he has them inside. He just sits out in the sun all the time. He's going to get damage to that area. He might have the clingiest spleen and the clingiest liver that you can imagine. Who knows? Whatever gets under pressure. If you take a bunch of alcohol or uh, or omega-3 fatty acids, you're going to the liver. If you take some other elements, they go to the spleen. If you take oxalates, they're going to the kidneys. So one can age at a total different, it's 40 miles of bad road syndrome, not how old you are. And I think it would be a stretch to put a lot of value into a DNA test looking for your true biological age. I mean, there's no reason to believe that would be accurate, is there? There's just no reason to believe that would be accurate. Not a bit. Our attitude is what makes us young or old. But I mean, as as a metric, to gauge what it is, that still wouldn't, yeah. that wouldn't, yeah, that wouldn't. Not even as a metric, not, not even close. Not There's about, a lot better ways. You can do skin tests and a whole bunch of things, but you have to be careful of those because that could change in a heartbeat. <laughs> you never know. Aging is a peculiar thing and it works more like the matrix. We can have instantaneous healing. The Western interpretation of that, uh, you remember the books about the walkabouts? I forget what woman wrote it. But the witch doctor said you can get instantly sick and instantly well. And how did she interpret it in the book? Oh, you can start to get instantly sick and start to get instantly well. That's not what the witch doctor said. He said instantaneously. In a moment. That's right, because there is no time. So there's no there's no no truth to the idea that you start to do something. You are doing something. You're either doing it or you're not, right? No, I like that. No, that's great. Right out of Yoda. <laughs> yeah, right out of Yoda, baby. You're either doing it or you're, you're not. 
You know, there's no, there's no time. You know, it's great. It's I agree. I I teach timing, but there yeah, is no there time. is no time, dude. I mean, last time I checked, if you show me some time, I want to see it. Uh, are egg whites dangerous when eaten alone? If they are cooked, or is it if raw or cooked, they are dangerous? I always thought egg whites were whites destroyed biotin. Hmm. So let's it, see. It's just a waste to throw away. Why would you not eat the yolk? They go no, together. No, the white. It's like the a white. whole food. She's asking about yeah, the white. Yeah, I mean, but why not? Why do they just eat the white? They, if they eat the yolk, why would they throw the yolk away? No chicken lays an egg with just a, a white. No chicken lays it with a yolk. Both of them balance each other out. Yeah. People are always saying you need calcium to balance magnesium. You need this protein to this protein. Well, why do you throw away half an egg? It makes no sense. And it disrespects the chicken, for God's sake. <laughs> what are you doing with the yolk? Throwing them away in the garbage? And what are you doing with the whites? <laughs> Throwing them away, too, right? So both. Exactly. So, so you would too. just let the old egg white thing go. It doesn't, nothing, huh? Yeah. Yep. And, and if you eat two or three raw eggs, I, I, I was raised on eggnog, you're not going to hurt yourself. We're talking bodybuilders. There are bodybuilders who take 75 egg whites a day whites? 75 a day that could be an issue right yeah, oh yeah they die of kidney disease if they took the yolk they might be okay and if they cook the egg by doing that much but they just drink it as like an eggnog hmm. this dr chafee yesterday we were talking about meat and and um, of course organ meats and he suggested that this whole idea that you should be eating liver a lot he thought was not good because it's not healthy as well. Too much. Did he say vitamin A or something like that? I don't know. Yeah, Ray Pete believes that too. He Doesn't says restrict uh, liver to once a week is the most you want because uh, uh, liver has too much, not of vitamin A, but of other things in it that you just get too much. Too much of it. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, when, when there's something good, we always want to eat more of it because it's good right <laughs> liver's great so let's have it every day they had it right for us in the third or fourth grade they gave us liver and onions once a week is that what they did my mom Repeat used to do it style. yeah once a month <laughs> at our house and in the 50s she would have liver and onions once a month and we didn't like it but she knew we needed it so we we got it you know I don't like liver now, but back in the day, I loved it. Did you? Liver and onions. Mm -mm. Mm. Did you ever eat a raw raw liver? Never. Mm. <laughs> I'm kicking. One, about four or five, six, maybe 10 years ago, Dr. Richard Massey and I, we ordered some organs from this Amos Miller in, in Burdenhand, Pennsylvania, you know, the, the Amish guy that the feds are always after. And so we got some thyroid and we got thymus and we got a few other things. So we got them in, and they're fresh, you know, they send them fresh. And we put them in a blender with raw goat's milk and honey, right? And so we drank this with his raw organs, raw goat's milk, raw honey. Oh my God. <laughs> I swear, I thought I was on LSD. <laughs> That's how much effect it had on me. We were out in the garden after it, and I was just whacked. I was just whacked. You know, it was like, I was a loser. I was, it was like, I was an out-of-body kind of thing. And this was just raw organs and goat milk and, and honey. 
There must be a lot of chi in those things, man. Woo. You know, even a Donald Lay couldn't get me to eat raw fish. But when I went to Hawaii with my friend Greg Whiteley, it was either eat raw fish or don't eat. Oh, yeah. And so once I tasted it, though, man, sashimi, it was absolutely a hundred times better than tuna in a can. Oh, yeah. I eat a lot. I get at the at the H-E-B, and so I'll go to the fish guy, and I'll say, you got any tuna in the back? And he'll bring one out in a styrofoam, right? A little tuna. And he'll cut it right there. He takes the skin off it. He'll cut it. And that's what I eat raw. But I, I don't like it raw if they're sitting around the case for two days, you know. I love the wasabi, wasabi? and ginger with yep, it. Yep. And, the, and the soy <laughs> sauce. And the kind shoyu, the shoyu and then the wasabi. Dunk it in there. Woo. Oh. Boy, that's good. That's good, man. No, I, I, it is good. We ate a lot of it in Hawaii, boy. That sashimi, man. It was, woo, baby. That's all we got there. <laughs> yeah, that's all you ate. <laughs> My friend Greg Whiteley, they they called him Mister Tuna, and one of his other people, Mister Miss uh, Tamaga. Tamaga is that what it is? The egg dish they have uh, sushi. Been a while since I've know. been to Hawaii. So I guess we that's pretty heavy omega threes though. We wouldn't want to do that every night, right? Yeah, uh, tuna is a little better, especially the warmer the water, uh, the less omega threes. Uh, you're going to get cold water fish generally have it. Exception to the rule: How the heck does uh, orange ruffy live 300 feet below the ocean in all that cold and have almost no DHA or EPA? In What's it? that about? Yeah, they have some kind of secret that people should investigate, and they live to 200 years old. So we should eat more orange ruffy, right? I would say so. A salmon only makes it to nine years if it's darn lucky. <laughs> well, an orange ruffy makes it to 150 average and goes up to 200. Have they? No DHA. Have they? Have they gone further with the genetically modifying these salmons and all that? And uh, are they are they screwing that up? Jeez. Yeah, they put them in tomatoes and everything else. I mean, yeah. they really have. The tomato thing happened in the 90s, I believe. Yeah, they've been uh, they've been connect they actually the one of the first experiments was taking tobacco and human cells. I used to joke, now you can smoke yourself, save your cigarette bill. <laughs> they actually did that. These people are perverse. They're, they're crazy, man. <laughs> we were talking about fruit yesterday. A lot of the carnivores out there, and we'll have some of them on, they like fruit and a little honey and um mm, butter. This fellow yesterday is hardcore. I mean, salt, salt, meat, and water. That's all. That's what he eat. That's it. And so we talked a bit about fruit. And I said, well, come on. Fruit can't be bad. I mean, fruit, you know, look at fruit. <laughs> Even caveman days are probably, you know, had some fruit, right? Back in the ancestral diet people, the paleo people. And he said, well, he didn't say yes, no, maybe, but kind of did. He said, you know, back then, there was just really different fruit. And I think he has a point. The fruit you get now, it's not really fruit, right? It, this has been genetically hybridized. There be more sugar, more fructose, like uh, um, what are those grapefruits with the big seeds? What are they? Um, you know what I mean? The green ones with the seeds? What are those fruits? Um, Mangoes, 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 mangoes. Oh, mangoes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He said back in the original mangoes were like 
huge seeds, you know, and just a little bit of, uh, of fruit to eat, right? But now they've engineered them so the seeds are not huge, they're still big, so you have a lot of fruit, so people will buy them. And he said those, when you start messing with that old thing, the fructose could get out of control too, right? I guess it can. Actually, fructose is the savior of the liver, and fruit used to have more of it. Have you ever tasted a wild strawberry? It's that big. It is completely different than these big. Uh, well, maybe I misunderstood the fructose part. So, so actually, the newer guys got less fructose. I thought they made a these. A lot of them. I thought they made these uh, fruits sweeter. No, they don't like fructose because it heals your liver. It can, it can heal a cirrhotic liver from either yellow fat disease or the kind from alcohol, which is the more common liver disease. Sugar and uh, sugar is the cure for alcoholism. They kind of blame. They say a lot of alcoholics crave sugar, and they shouldn't do that. No, they heal it. My grandfather was an alcoholic. What did he do? He went on a sugar diet, and he lived to 88, 86, something like that. Lynn just sent me this thing. Let's see if I can read it, because, um, they, you know, they won't let you read it unless you sign up. But I wanted to mention this. <clears throat> she found the one. So, so, so fructose is good for us. Fructose is good. Yep. Now, if you buy high fructose corn syrup, no, no, that's not really fructose. And also, the best form of fructose is in the form of sucrose, which is a combination of glucose and fructose. However, back in the day, they knew enough. When I managed uh, my second health food store, I think it was, in Carpinteria, we sold Tupelo honey because it didn't crystallize because it was fructose. Hmm. Honey with fructose will not. So the Tupelo honey was for diabetics because it bypassed the spleen. Now on the show, I asked that question about Tupelo honey and Ray Pete said partially. And he may be right, but it's safe for, uh, it's safe for diabetics. And actually now we know that sucrose is safe for diabetics. So would Tupelo honey be easier on the body to not create so much insulin to balance it? I've never heard of a fructose spike, but I've heard of a glucose spike. <laughs> yeah, glucose causes a spike. And the most, the one that causes the most spike is, according to the glycemic index, complex carbohydrates. Why? Glucose plus glucose. There's absolutely no fructose in a complex carbohydrate. Only glucose plus glucose. You get the twins. You get an attack from two glucose. Not one, but two. So let's see if I understand. Regular honey has more glucose, and Tupelo honey has less glucose. Yep. Right. And complex carbohydrates give a more of a glucose spike. Look at a carrot. 97% glycemic index. How come table sugar is only 60? What's mm. up with that? Hmm. And beets, right? Yeah. I, mean, I use beet sugar. Sugar people can't answer that one. Yeah. And beets, beets are good sugar. Beet sugar, you get organic beet sugar, right? Good one. Good one. Sugar beets. Sugar beets. And even regular beets, you get, you get a lot of fructose and a beet. You want to get an organic one, though, because the other ones are loaded with nitric oxide, like a super beet. All the super beet is a non-organic beet. 
You put some synthetic fertilizer on it. Super You'll good. never get that with chicken poop. The chicken poop will make ammonia. There's no problem with ammonia. But the nitrates they make in the plants that they put on things now, or even the kinds they mine in Chile, uh, those are not good for beets and for spinach and for chard and for celery and for a whole bunch of other vegetables. Mm. Uh, Lynn sent me this one. Uh, and this is not the one I was thinking of, Lynn, but this is a good one, too. There's another one happening in New Orleans that people are beginning to win um, uh, lawsuits against governors and other people that have put in these lockdowns, and they can, they've can proved that the lockdowns didn't work and they weren't, they weren't um, needed, right? And here's one, the state of Michigan going to pay $200,000 in attorney fees and costs in relation to a lawsuit that toppled Gretchen Whitmer's emergency powers more than six months ago for this. So this thing could start to implode if people start to get this thing. Wait, man, you know, I can... And so I saw another one this morning. I couldn't find it, but it was in, I think, in New Orleans where they won a lawsuit against the people who did the lawsuits, you know. That's good. It is sad oh, that we yeah. have to prove that lockdowns don't work. Yeah, it's like you got to take them. Look what happened to, in nursing homes. <laughs> got to take them to court, lockdowns. right? Come on. And look at China. China now is locking people in boxes and everything. They're on a zero COVID thing. It'll never happen. It's impossible. <laughs> Just leave it alone. Things were fine before all these lockdowns and before all these vaccines and everything. We got a cold. We went home for two days watched uh, television or watched a movie got well drank some juice and that was the end of it they killed the president of tanzania because he used ginger and lemon juice yeah. and yes. I, I think it was all just to click kick kick off this whole virus mania you know now the next pandemic and you know the who and they just want people to believe that they you know oh now there's gonna be more pandemics Come on, folks. It, really. It's a fantasy. It's a total fantasy. Course, and that people fell is. for it. That's the scary part, that the sheep bots fell for it. I, I knew people were not aware of things, but I had no idea till this happened. I, yeah. I still find it unfreaking believable I agree, brother. It, it, you just know. I, mean, I still see people running around in masks today. I don't know. What are they, what are they afraid of? Is it fluoride in the brain? Is it yellow fat disease? No, it's education. education. <laughs> it's our school system that teaches people fantasies. Television, right? Television is a big one. Isn't Television, it? media, even internet. Internet is full of it too. I get people friending me on Facebook that I don't friend because they have a mask on when they friend me. <laughs> they have a mask in their photographs and they have this thing, I was vaccinated. No, thanks. I don't need friends like that. Here's a story. Epic Times to show you how bonkers our culture is. They have pro-abortion people at Amy Conan Barrett's house uh, doing uh, fake blood and baby dolls. Fresh. I mean, come on. What are these, these people are crazy, man. They're just lunatics. They banned the Epic Times here in Montecito. They? They used to be able to get it at the library for free, and now it's no place to be seen. Used to read it all the time. But once the epidemic started and once Trump got in office, uh, boom, gone completely. I haven't seen an Epic Times in three years, Is four that years, right? three really? years, three years. Wow. 
free speech. So much for free speech. As long as you have a tape over your mouth, you have free speech. Are you seeing higher prices uh, there on everything? <laughs> really? Yeah. Rock and Going roll. Going through the roof. Rock and roll. Huh? Uh, ridiculous. Yeah. Sugar hasn't gone up anyway. <laughs> I still buy my 25-pound bag. I can't believe you. you know, all these people out there telling you how dangerous sugar are. And, uh, and, and Adam Burks <laughs> is buying 25 pounds of sugar and eating it. Okay. Okay. Oh, yeah. Here's the other one. Oceana Grill, a popular seafood restaurant in New Orleans, they won the first-of-its-kind victory in a long-running legal battle to receive payouts from insurers Lloyd's of London for loss of revenues during the COVID-19 shutdown in March 2020. Whoa. There's insurance companies paying. Wow. Right on. Isn't that wild? Louisiana State Court reversed an earlier decision that ruled in favor. And so now the Cajun County initiated legal action on the same day that shut down. So these people said, you can't shut me down. You screwed my whole life. And the insurance pay company's going to pay them off. Wow. That's pretty cool. That is cool. Isn't that cool? Good for them. Took them two years, right? Two years in court, but I guess it's worth it if you really... They, these people with restaurants, they knew that these people were just killing them, you know? They knew that. It's mass murder. There's, there's no, it's not retail murder. It's wholesale murder. Yeah, there, I agree, Adam. There's just no other way to say it anymore. You just have to say what it is. These people are trying to kill us. <laughs> they are mass murderers, and the CEOs of these companies and people like Bill Gates and George Soros, they know. They know exactly what they're doing. Right. Bill Gates has admitted it. He wants to reduce the population of the Earth through vaccines. He said it. He says it. Yeah, I mean, they, they, they don't even, they're, they're not in secret about it. You know, these people are so psychopath. They, they say, oh, yeah, there's too many people. Oh, there's too many people. It can't be a conspiracy. We told you. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Do you see that, that sad guru, that real famous guy on YouTube? Him, too. He, he thinks there's too many people, too. He's a Klaus Schwabi, too, man. Gee. He's buddies with Bill Gates. Oh, he's with Gates, he's too. He's buddies with Schwab. He's friends with him. His whole tree planting thing is a scam. How many trees is he going to plant? None. Because they plant them as a whole tree. You need a seed. Only the trees with seeds get the water attract the water the others don't study it in the old books they tell you that but they won't tell you that here in la they claim the trees are stealing the rain what nonsense i've written blogs about it i think i have three on one radio network about what a scam that is did you did you see our interview with the fellow about global warming couple last week I, I think I saw that. I've seen several very good, of your very uh, good. interviews. He was, he was on it. Boy, this thing is the biggest, biggest fairy tale that's ever been perpetrated on humanity, man-made global warming. It just ain't so. Here um, it is in July. It just and in ain't the Central so. Valley, people have to have uh, sweaters. <laughs> it, well, it just ain't so. I mean, there's just no evidence. There's no science behind it. You know, I think they're messing with the weather, don't you? 
I mean, this whole California thing in Texas? I, I think they can uh, mess with the weather, but not with the climate. No, yeah. That's my right. They can they mess can, with the weather. They can make it not rain or rain, probably, right? Locally. Yeah. Even, even uh, what's his name, Reich, uh, Wilhelm Reich could do that with his orgone machine. Yeah, you can, you can mess with local weather. The Wizard of uh, New Zealand, whatever his name was, he's proved he could make it rain. He does a rain dance and made it pour. They had a drought in Auckland. He did his thing. They couldn't stop the rain. It flooded. Hmm. Now, they've, now because of the pandemic, because he's speaking up, they've, he used to be some kind of special government official in New Zealand because of his uh, political activism. But now that he's uh, one of us, uh-uh, they decommissioned him from all his uh, government posts. So I've been I've been working on manifesting rain here because uh, uh, rainwater system and it's a little you know we're doing the loaves and fishes thing with the water right. I just keep knowing it's gonna it's gonna last until it rains again. So the loaves and fishes idea, but I I've been thinking about this a lot, Adam. That if everything is one, right? Everything is one. We know, right? It's all one. There's no separation. Then the clouds or the moisture or all that or the weather, climate, it has to be part of me too, right? I have to be part of me. So that way I'm getting the idea that I can make it rain here just because I want it to. Right? Am I on to something here? I believe it. Yeah, rather than trying to reach out and force the clouds to do something, I am the clouds, I think. The clouds are me, so if I want it to rain and need it to rain, it's going to rain. Well, if they think hey, you're crazy, they're thinking I'm crazy too then because I believe the same thing. And do you I've believe the same thing? Happen. Yeah, why not? Why not, right? We're, no se- we're not you know, separate from these things. Swami Nitty would not initiate unless it rained. And I've seen over and over again someone ask for initiation sincerely uh-huh. and out of a clear blue sky. It would rain. One time, someone thought it was crazy. It has to rain. We said, well, let us meditate. We were in Arizona. It was, a, it was not even mon- monsoon season. The sky is blue. There's not a wisp of cloud. We start meditating. I open my eyes 10 minutes later, and I see clouds rushing toward us. Uh, within a half hour, we're in a cloud burst, a cloud burst that lasted for 24 hours. Donald Lay seals the house up, and the rain stops. He unseals the house three hours later. The rain starts so much that it would splash on the ground and hit your face from the ground. That's how hard the thunder rumbled and everything during the three hours it stopped. Hmm. I've seen so many cases of that and used something called called the elemental song that I've sang to control the weather. Now, Adano told me, don't abuse it. It's when you're really in a crisis situation. I abused it, and I paid the price several times. How did you abuse it? Like just playing with it too much and doing, getting carried away when you didn't really need to? I used it for my big fat ego, and I'll tell you what happened. I had a girlfriend named Roberta, (laughs) and we were going to go to Vegas. That's always dangerous, a big fat ego, boy, because you know you're in trouble. Girlfriends girlfriends will do it. We're going to go to Vegas to go boating with my brother, right, right, and his wife. So two people named Tom say, 
are you crazy going to Vegas in the middle of uh, August? You're going to you're going to be it's going to be 110 degrees. So she wouldn't go and say, I'm going without you. So I left her behind and I was really mad. So I did the elemental song continuously and I kept driving inland and inland. It wasn't getting hotter. I get to Vegas and it is uh, uh, cold. It's blustery and windy. My brother says, what did you do? Bring the Carpinteria weather with you? It's supposed to be 100 degrees. I called my girlfriend up with my big fat ego at high noon and said, I'm in Las Vegas. It's high noon and it's 61 degrees. Ha, ha, ha. Mm. And hung up. Well, two days later, I got heat stroke because <laughs> it didn't last except for two days. Uh -huh. And I had diarrhea all the way back to Carpinteria and had to pile all my laundry and every plastic bags, everything under my seat because I almost died from heat stroke because of that. And the Dono told me, don't do that don't do for that. your emergencies oh, naughty boy <laughs> so can you tell us the elemental song we love you we love you we love you our dear elementals we do all beings of air fire and water and beings of earth we love you i am presence free all elementals the great the small i am presence through them give protection to all at least four times five times is better do you, have you that, can do it as long as you do want. you have that written down somewhere so i can learn that i can send you a copy would you I send sure me a copy i'm gonna start on, uh, i'm gonna start singing that and um because elementals they are separate from us but they are souls so we are connected with them so this would this would work together right yeah i am presence is the fifth element that's what binds us all together I audible am, life stream i am present together I, we are there but yeah that'd be great god because you know what i looked on the weather forecast today the 10-year weather thing and it just says no rain and i and i clicked it off i said patrick are you gonna believe that or do you what do you want that's what i said to myself i said well i want rain because the birds and the, everybody the flowers the trees and it's you know we're really going through it here and my little rainwater collection thing is, you know. So I said, I clicked it off. I'm not going to look at it ever again and just do what I get what I want, right? Another example. Uh, again, Adana would only initiate when it rained. So we're up in uh, Berkeley. And a friend of mine named Joel, he asked for initiation. Adonis said it has to rain. We listened to the weather report. They're joking. Had no chance of rain today. This is uh, August and it doesn't rain here. So we can guarantee you're going to have a sunny weekend. Three in the morning, it starts pouring out of the sky. Is that right? I've actually been with Adonis when it rained out of a blue sky. Couldn't even see a cloud up there and it's raining on us. And one time, a friend of mine went to an initiation. It only rained on the house where they were going to have the initiation uh, on and on i can tell you these kind of stories and i've experienced many of them myself that's funny there's a there's a story a lady wrote a book about paul twitchell and she talked about a story one uh actually this is paul's wife and paul twitchell used to stay up all night and write right his he wrote books all the time he had two or three books and back then there was no computers so he had a typewriter and then he had his outline of his book like taped to the wall right above his typewriter so he had like three different typewriters and and you know so that's what he did and he did it all night long and he went to bed about three o'clock interesting and then slept till seven 
three to seven. I guess lung time is when he slept. When you know that's that's what he slept for about four hours. So there was one morning there was some guy outside his house with one of those things you know the air blowers or whatever are doing and really noisy you know really noisy and Paul he Paul was waking up he got he was a little cranky and um, and they asked asked his wife if she could get him away and that didn't go well and so the next thing you know thunderstorm and lightning and everything and Gail walked in there and said uh, that was a little extreme wasn't it and he said well you know the guy's got to sleep <laughs> it's a great story isn't it? <laughs> guy's got to sleep you know what can I tell you yeah. it happens now I used a different technique when I went to New Orleans in August huh? now how to can get there uh, I told my friend that I travel with her name was Becky that uh, uh she said it's going to be really hot there. I said we won't know till we get there. The initiate lives the life of the exception to the rule. He does not live a life of statistics. Well, we went to to New Orleans. Now get this: this is August, the two coldest days in New Orleans history. We wore sweaters uh, the whole time, coldest in history. And the other two days we were there tied for the coldest days in histories and as soon as we left my my friend becky said is it going to get hot now that we left the cosmic initiate does not live a life of statistics they live the life of the exception to the rule we won't know till we get there that's the important thing we put preconceptions that something's going to happen the next minute and anything could anything could happen right why why put a an image out there that you've seen before and it's boring and you know it's going to do it, even going to the fridge, you know, just don't even do that. Something will pop up that'll be better than what you had before. <laughs> you never know. So many times I, I've said, <laughs> I, we need pineapple juice. Someone knocks on the door and has a can of pineapple juice for them. <laughs> it happens. You know, <laughs> that kind of thing. I don't know how that happens. Are you going to like oh, Here's an example. Yeah, uh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Really quick, I uh, I was in uh, Fort Worth next to the medical library, and I hit hit the glass and I cut my finger severely. Now I had a girlfriend at one time. I called the light bulb crushers because she could crush a light bulb in her hand and rub it in and not have a single splinter there. Hmm. And she would say, "God protects me." Cuss word. <laughs> but anyway, I now had it. And I didn't know if I should go to a doctor because it was really serious. Do I need it to be sewed up? So I go over to the medical library like I usually did. Hmm, they're giving away books for free. So they had about hundreds of books given away for free. They're cleaning out the library. I go through small hand surgery. Small hand surgery. I read the book. It says... No, you don't need surgery. Thank you. I went and got a whole bunch of more free books. I got about 200 of them and stocked my uh, my furnitureless apartment with library books that I got for free. <laughs> That's funny. Isn't that great how that happens? Yeah. It happens all the time, doesn't it? Boy, we just... It really does. It's right. Those are the miracles of life. Those are miracles, yeah. That's what my, my teacher, Three Harold, says. Uh, he says, there are more miracles, many more miracles going on today than there were back in the time of Jesus. People just, they just don't see them, you know, they just don't see them. I agree. Yeah. We're blind to the miracles yeah, that happen of life. happening all the time, you know. It's just crazy. What do you think of it? Just our breathing, being here is a miracle. 
Yeah, it really is. Just being on this place. Well, here's an interesting story. Mm. Polio may be spreading in Britain for the first time in 40 years. Oh, God. Strain of paralysis-causing virus mutated from vaccine is likely being transmitted in London as health chiefs declare national incident. Let me see. Let me read a little further here. Hmm. Officials have found traces of vaccine-derived polio virus in sewage samples in North and East London. Are they saying vaccine from vaccine? Let me read on. Thought that someone vaccinated with live vaccine shed part of the virus and spread it to unvaccinated people. Parents are being urged to ensure their children vaccinations are up to date after the pandemic. So is this some more just to spread the idea of some other virus and this one now is a polio virus? Is what they're doing? They're covering for the vaccine. The vaccine's causing it, not polio. Right. Polio may be yeah, Polio was pretty much a, a fiction. They had it under control yeah, before yeah. they started. It was all made up anyway, wasn't it, Adam? There's no... There's no again, animal. I read the books, and they, they could solve it in community with nutrition. They were doing this before yeah. Salk ever came along. Salk was, a, uh, was not a bad guy. He did what he thought was right. He I'm believed sure he it. did. Yeah. He gave away the patents. That was good. But uh, he was wrong on a lot of yeah. things. Yeah. Uh, there was just no... The whole thing was, the whole thing was stupid, you know. Did you get a polio vaccine? Probably so. You know, after high school, we didn't give them when I was growing up. We had three shots, the DPD, whatever. Uh, I went to a doctor after I got out of high school, and foolishly, he told me I should have a polio vaccine. So I had one shot, and then I thought it over. I said, what the heck was I thinking? So I didn't go back for the second one, but I was stupid enough to get the first one. It's got a lot of show material. Here's another good one. Um, the Biden administration is developing rules to require tobacco companies to reduce nicotine levels in cigarettes. You know, the nanny states, right? So nicotine is the only thing that's probably not bad for you in cigarettes. It's the chemicals, right? It's not the nicotine. Is that correct? Uh Nicotine can be a problem, but it can also be a medicine. Yeah. So yeah. they're just, uh, they want to do GMO. They want to tamper with everything. Uh, uh, there's money in it. Genes, they, they're manipulating huh. the genes, not realizing they can switch back at any time, and often do. It's called epigenetics. David Wolf used to talk about he would put tobacco plants in the garden. They're beautiful, and they would just keep keep bugs away, you know? Just put them they in the do. garden. They do. Yeah. And then the Indians in real tobacco, just real tobacco without chemicals, that stuff probably won't even hurt you if you want to do it. I wouldn't want to do it. But. Well, it will if you overdid it, but they only did it yeah. in ceremonies Peace and pipes. for certain things. They yeah. didn't oversmoke it. You can oversmoke anything. You know, pot is a medicine, but when you smoke it all the time, it does make you stupid. <laughs> <laughs> That's a problem with pot. I've been thinking about that. I saw an article that there's 144 million Americans in states that have um, legal um, recreational marijuana. And I'm thinking, you know what, maybe that these people know what they're doing. Maybe they just want to make people more stupid. What do you think? They do. 
LSD is a far better choice. And we could be taking that in tiny, tiny microdoses. However, the mind doesn't need that. We make our LSD. We make our own. We make our yeah. ca- ca- I can't even pronounce it. Cannabinoids. The things that are in pot, we make yeah. in our Cannabinoids, yeah. Cannabinoids. Cannabinoids. Yeah, we have cannabinoids uh, receptors in our little brains, right? So We do. Yeah. And by the way, uh, I got a great Father's Day uh, present from my son. He called me up. And he's got a little house in Oregon that they bought. Well, he's decided to go into gardening and growing his own food. Uh He listed already, he listed over maybe more than 30 vegetables and fruits he's growing. Almonds, avocados, asparagus, cauliflower, different types of lettuce, radishes, peppers of all kinds, uh, acorn squash, on and on with this huge list apples that grow one tree grows five types of apples the almond grows two types of almonds he's got an avocado tree he's been growing it on his little plot of land and he'll have enough enough food out of that and collecting his rainwater don't tell the oregonians about it <laughs> that sounds great boy he's really on it. how how long has he been around how how much has he had a body? He's now uh, <laughs> 60, something like that. Uh-huh. Just a kid. I got great-grandchildren. <laughs> I've been around a while. Yeah, I've been, I've been hearing a bit about they're doing, speaking of microdoses, they're doing microdoses of uh, magic mushrooms. Very, very just like almost a homeopathic thing, helping people with depression and uh, that are crazy bonkers. Interesting, yeah. It can help. I, I've told you before, so I won't go into the long story. When I worked for Wallman Optical in Sioux City, they said my productivity was low, so they were going to let me go if I didn't improve. And I said I quit, but I'll give two weeks' notice. To get through the boring job, I had some some doobie with me at home. I took two tokes, went to work, <laughs> two tokes at lunch, went to work, just enough to go, boring job, boring job, fun, fun, fun. They said, we have never seen a person's uh, improved as much. You're now our best employee. What, what can we do to get you to stay? No, I already have a job in Texas. Well, anytime you want to come back, you got a job. And that was only because two tokes in the morning, two tokes at lunch. Hmm. Hmm. Did you ever do magic mushrooms, psilocybin? Once, but I combined it with uh, what are those seeds? Those blue, blue heaven seeds and uh, pot. So I, I don't really know what it does. Yeah, they're pretty, pretty intense. I did years ago. It's been forty years now. Last time, thirty-five or years. I wouldn't do them again. Full on, no way. You don't need them. You can do everything that you need to do with just your awareness and your knowing how the mind works. You can do whatever you need to do. You don't need it. I found that out. I yeah. did about 20 or 30 uh, LSD trips, and they were fun. But uh, I wasn't getting it. I wasn't getting where I wanted to go. Right, I right. got lots of side trips, lots of things to see, lots of hallucinations, side swallowed trips. whole locomotives in my mouth, <laughs> saw the roaches fill up all the uh, power lines of the world, but I wasn't getting something. And finally, I got Darshan from a real teacher, and I realized this is what I'm missing. This is the beginning yeah. of a new path. See, but, all LSD shows you, it's interesting, 
if it could show you something for about two minutes and then you get it. But you can, all it's showing you is that when we think something or we imagine something, this is what's going on for us. It's, it, th- our state of consciousness is what's happening. So we, right? So that's all the LSD showed you when the, when the you know, it was really, you know, when the, you were swallowing a train or whatever, the weird stuff. That's all it's showing you that it's real. I mean, it really is real as this is, right? You know what I'm saying? It's just a state of consciousness is, we control that and then everything else, we, it, this is how we create a reality by our state of consciousness. So to do the a drug. The walls of my apartment yeah, fell away. Yeah, the locomotive yeah. came roaring at me. I opened my mouth, swallowed it, and it went out the back of my head and through the back wall of my apartment. It was as real as I'm talking to you here. Of course, it's real. At yeah, this it's, point, it's just like uh, just like we're in fear. We're in fear, right? If we're afraid of something in that moment, we are afraid of something, and that's why we feel fear, right? If it was just a thought going through the things like the yogis tell you that you're observing. You wouldn't feel it, right? How could you observe something and not? You know what I'm saying? When you when you look at something, you're part of it, and you're you're you're, you're part of it. But people fear, yeah. false evidence appearing real. Yeah. I know you've heard that one. False evidence appearing real, but it affects your body. When you're in fear, it's affecting everything: your kidneys, your liver, your spleen, <laughs> your stomach. I mean, you can give yourself cancer by hanging out in fear. Easy. Kidney and bladder. Yeah, Yeah, it gets them. It gets them, boy. Just boom, boom. But, so I guess if somebody, if you had a teacher and you went out to some desert and they gave you a little bit of something and taught you this, I guess it could be useful. But other than that, I I just, I think they're dangerous, boy. I think they're dangerous. Even in the Don Juan books, you know, the Carlos Castaneda books, first he introduced them to dope and then after Ryle said, you know, dope is named because it makes you dopey, <laughs> and you don't need it. I think by the third uh, journey to Ixland, they were already getting to that part of it. Mm-hmm. And he wrote many more books that were very interesting. Some people think it's fiction, but there's very interesting spiritual lessons no, in those books. there's some good stuff in there, yeah. Definitely. Well, kid, what do you say we just have lunch? Well, it's only... Lunchtime. It's only, well, spleen pancreas time there for you, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, orange time. <laughs> What'd you have for breakfast today? We didn't. <laughs> you didn't have breakfast? I, I actually had a cup, three cups of coffee from sugar. <laughs> oh, you go, guy. Are you still doing your pictures of coffee? Do you like coffee? Huh. Still doing it. Love the coffee. Uh, drink it. Uh, I probably drink about over a quart a day. Is that right? But but sometimes just to see if I'm going to get like a caffeine uh, sugar blues or something, I abstain. I don't have a problem. I kind of miss it, but I don't have headaches and all the things they yeah. say from caffeine withdrawal. Well, you're you're evolved, do though. You know, you're, you're you're from another planet too. So what you do is not what everybody else should be doing. Because <laughs> you are not from this planet either. Of course, neither am I. None of us are from here. I think we're all just visiting, don't you? Don't you think we're all just I, visiting from somewhere? Somehow we got plopped here just for, an, you know, you know, a video game. That's what Swami Nitty told us. We're all visitors from other places, yep. and all of our thoughts are recycled thoughts of space brothers. Yeah, well, I, you know, I, I go with that one. My recycled space brothers. 
Well, uh, you know, I want to do, I want, you know, I'd like to get that DNA book too. I'd like to understand more. What's the name of that one? Uh, the first chapter of uh, Butterflies Need No Taxidermists. Yeah, but yeah, just tell us. We comp you. you yeah, can, you got sure. anything you want. I'll send you an email. But wasn't there another separate one that you said you did on the DNA? Um, separate book? Mm, no? I have to think about it. I, I don't think so. No, I just put that first chapter. Uh, originally, I was going to write a book of everything, and then it got divided into other books. But the butterflies pretty well stayed the same. And uh, But, oh, no, no yeah, you're right. I got, I'm giving you the wrong information. Yeah, you do have one. Cancer, not cancel. The yeah. first chapter of that one. Sorry. Cancer, not Good. cancel is in the first chapter. That's the first chapter of Butterflies, yep. right? Yeah, Not cancer, cancel. I got it wrong. That's the first mm-hmm. chapter of Butterflies. Yep. That comes from a story, by the way, from Al Drucker, who I met, who was a, a, who was a, got cancer. He took on cancer for a great uh, psychologist. I forget his name. Gregory Bateson. He took on Gregory Bateson's cancer to save him. Then he got saved, and his, his healing was so uh, mysterious that he wondered if Sai Baba was involved. So he was going to go to the Western Union and ask Baba, did you have anything to do with healing my cancer? Well, when he got to Western Union, he says, you have a telegram. I do? Who would telegram me? Some guy named Bebe. And it was Baba. Baba. And he uh. said, come immediately. So he went and told people a miracle happened. No one would listen. And he realized that Baba said, come immediately. So he did. And he managed to get there without a passport, without money. A whole bunch of things happened that he got there. But when he showed up in about the 40th row, because they're big crowds, Baba sees him and brings him forward. And he said, do you think I would forget about you even for one minute? Yep. Not cancer, cancel. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I'd like That's to learn more about what we were talking about in the DNA because I'm working on another screenplay and I think it could help me to understand a little bit more. But so you say the first chapter, Butterflies, would be the best one for that, the DNA stuff? Uh, it, the first chapter of uh, Not Cancer, Cancel. Oh, that's a separate book. Yep. Okay. That's the one that's separate. The, the other one, the Butterflies book, is a dictionary. And gotcha. I got okay. Confused. So I'll email, I'll, I'll ask you to send me both of you what, because that would be great. And and I may need some help getting it on my 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 thing, but maybe even vibrant. I still haven't figured out how to get PDFs up there, but I know I can do it, because I, I got a, a make-believe Wi-Fi system that I can plug in and unplug. So I'll do it. Yeah, I'm doing another screenplay. I got, I'm working on my third one now. Wow. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm working on my third one. Pretty exciting. I love it. And I, and it's fun writing, isn't it? it? Don't you enjoy it? I love it. Yeah. I love writing. It's just, yeah. you know, it's it's just like you're playing God, you know? You just get to say whatever you want to say, right? <laughs> Even as a kid, uh, when I was in the fifth grade, and my name was Justin Ingber Bergstrom from the old country. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would write stories called Chuck Wagon Justice Campfire Stories, I swear to God. And I wrote a screenplay as a fifth grader called Custer's Last Ice Cream Stand. <laughs> Never made it into a movie. Uh, Coppola didn't make it into a movie or anything, did he? Well, you know. <laughs> 
Nope, no one ever bought my... They, they almost bought my song, though. Aretha Franklin almost sang my Hipster's Lord's Prayer. The record company wanted me to change it to the Black's Lord's Prayer, and I said, I've got no problem with it. And they were going to do it, but I had a breakup with a girlfriend and disconnected from the record company, went back looking for them like 10 years later. You know, the record company changes. They were gone. <laughs> so, it's always about a girl, Adam Bergstrom. It's always about a girl, you know. Uh, okay, don't forget, remember to send me the uh, uh, Elementals thing, too, because I'm going to work on that, because, and I'll, that'll be fun. You know, it's, it's, it's interesting. We've had this totally blue sky, high pressure thing for a long time. I don't know if you've ever, remember that in Texas? Just hot. I remember. It's like a dome, <laughs> you know, there ain't nothing going on, right? But in the last week, since I've been really thinking about it and telling myself that we're gonna it's gonna rain it's gonna rain it's gonna rain there are more clouds in the skies the last three or four days than i've seen for two months so it's already working something's moving something so i think this elemental thing will really bring it over the edge baby so thanks for it that. works we have that connection yeah, yeah definitely we, we, have we are we don't need harp we are harp <laughs> we are harp that's exactly right back we with them <laughs> harp we are and then I would also say for folks thinking about cancer, that we are cancer. We are cancer too. There is no separation. So look at the cancer mm, tumor like that, that you are part of it, right? That's part of you. You are it. Work at it from that idea rather than trying to get rid of it. Oh, Yoga Charlie. Dr. Oliver Black or Mr. Oliver Black and one day a person my friend said he was there for this to happen a man came with cancer of the face and said what do I do for this mm. and Oliver Black started laughing at him and the guy got really insulted why are you laughing at my cancer he said you don't have cancer and it wasn't there anymore whoa yeah <laughs> yeah you hear too many, some of these stories are fraud probably but there's just too many of them if you have counterfeit money it's based on real money you know sort of you know how i learned the thing about the can that i really got it was you know i spent a few years on this whole heartburn thing i had going on until till long ago i figured out that i was the burn you know for me to think about the burn being separate from me and my stomach that is an illusion and once I got that whatever burn was me, I've learned how to settle into the me, and then the burn dissipates. Right? The burn just goes away. And I think the same thing can be used for people with tumors. The same principle. One of my Facebook friends uh, illustrated that. She told me she, uh, she sent away for something to take a mole off, maybe castor oil, right. something like that. And she got it, and as soon as she received it, the mole fell the mole off. Fell off. Yeah. she even applied it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I've had those situations too where you make an appointment to talk to somebody about something and by the time you go to the appointment, it's already done, you know. And you think, I, I need to cancel this because I already know the answer. <laughs> yeah. And many times I'd get well when I had a doctor's appointment. That's right. You would Maybe just I get well. I didn't want to see him. I yeah. probably smart. Just get well. All right, kiddo, I love you. Um, I love to a vibrant gal. Come visit sometime, the great state of Texas. Everybody else is coming, so you could come visit. We could have fun. Or I could come visit there. Either way. Either way. <laughs> we'll see you soon, kid. 
Take care of yourself. Namaste. Namaste. Thank you, Patrick. Thank you. May the Thank blessings you, be. Thank you. Bye-bye. Take care. Hannah Bergstrom, Yes, No, Maybe, Chronobiotic Nutrition, Sun Sink Nutrition, and uh, you can get his solartiming.com and get his books and uh, support him. Yep. Buy his stuff. Go to solartiming.com, get a few books. Get Butterflies Are Free for sure, and um, and then get the, get the other one, the cancer thing. And they're just a few bucks, and... And have money to go to the farmer's market. That's how it works. We're just trading things back and forth, trading our energy. Money's energy, love is energy, good thoughts are energy, potatoes are energy. Trade what you got, whatever you got. It's all the same. Okay, well, I'm going to take, uh, I take Thursdays off, work on the screenplay again, more, and I will see you on Friday. With our Friday show, we'll have a lot to talk about. Have some great shows. We'll be streaming here, right on the front page of One Radio Network. Uh, look at this sauna video on the front page of our website, uh, and then get get yourself a sauna. Um, Rhonda Patrick, it's there's some really cool things going on with sauna. Really cool things going on with the sauna. So get that. Then you can buy. Oops. Um, whatever. Okay, so I will see you Friday. Let me know if I can help with anything. My email, patrick1radionetwork.com. Love you all very much. Thank you. Bye. From the Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com.